Welcome to the first episode of Young Cha Time Podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, Vanessa. I'm a data science major, and I'm going to have my other co-host introduce herself. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm also a data science major. And today for our first episode, we have two special guests, our roommates from this past year. Hey, I'm Isabel. I'm going to be probably an environmental science major with chemistry combined. Um, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. And that's me. Okay, hi, I'm Natalia, and I'm a combined environmental science studies and international affairs major. And I moved around a lot, so I don't really have a hometown. But right now, I'm in Seoul, South Korea. Woo! Nice. Yeah, where COVID is not as a big of a deal. Um, so uh, I'll just say where I'm from. I'm from Boston, um, Massachusetts. So that's really close to Northeastern where we all go. Yeah. And I'm from New Jersey, which like basically everyone at Northeastern is from. Yay. (laughs) Bergen County. County. My God, Jinx. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) Okay. So today's episode, we want to talk about just a little bit about the moving in process, um, our experiences as first year students, also living in a tiny crammed quad. So we'll be unpacking all of our stories. Not really, really exciting, but somewhat exciting to us. So the first thing I want to do is go in chronological order of the events. So the very first thing that happened was Isabel when she moved in because (laughs) of her volunteering program. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So um, over the summer before we started school, I got an email saying if I wanted to join this volunteer program, I would have this welcome week um, for that volunteering where I would go around Boston with a group of other freshmen and we would visit a lot of local sites for community service and whatnot in the city. So I was like, sure, why not? And then I got to move in a week early. I got to be the first one in our dorm. Um, but besides that part, um, we went, I went around the city with a bunch of kids. It was a great experience because it let me like, um, like meet a bunch of new people without the sheer somewhat overwhelming experience of everyone moving in the week after that I was really glad to have that small group to get to know and start to creep out of my shell a little bit before the full force of Northeastern moved back to campus but um yeah that was great it was really nice to like get to know a few of the Boston neighborhoods that I hadn't familiarized myself with yet and I got a really good experience out of volunteering at different areas figuring out which program I wanted to commit myself to for the rest of the year because for the program I would be doing a week's every week I'd go back to a certain service site and work for them for a little while Um, but yeah that week was amazing I would definitely recommend that it's called NU ACES and what is it Alliance of Civically Civically Engaged Students or something like that Um, but yeah that was fun and then it was nice to have that little space to myself for a while in the dorm, but yeah, you got first pick of the beds. <laughs> yes, I did. My mom insisted on the best bed, and I was like, 
I don't really see the point, but sure. Yeah, I would have picked that one too. Oh, yeah. In the end, it was, the room was okay in the end. I like to think we made it work. Yeah. It was livable. It grew on us. And Isabel sent us that video in the group chat. (laughs) Oh my god, I remember that so well. (laughs) I remember like being in the car and being like, oh my god, this is what I have to live in for like the next four months. (laughs) But like, it didn't seem that bad. Like, it was smaller, like when we actually saw it in person, I feel like. Yeah. I like to think we're all pretty adaptable people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. On that first day that I guess we were all there, all of our parents, though, <laughs> they were just roasting on yeah. that room because, well, okay, well, first of all, you, Natalia, already, you already yeah. moved in because of your orientation program. And then we moved in after you, probably like a few days, I think. And then. Yeah, I think it was like the day after. Yeah. So. Yeah, our move-in days weren't as, were a little bit more closer than, I think, Isabel's. Uh, but Rachel wanted to share her um, railing story. Oh, going in order, like, Natalia moved in next. Is there anything no. <laughs> she wants to oh, share? No, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because my orientation was, like, right before school started. I got there, and Isabel wasn't there in the room like the whole day and I like unpacked all my stuff and I was like waiting to meet her like the whole day and I remember this I have a snapchat of it I saw it last night but it was like I was in the room like looking out the window at the street and I could hear like the other kids all walking out of the dorm like laughing and having a good time and I was like sitting in the room and I was like I have no friends <laughs> I was like when's Isabel coming <laughs> But yeah, and then I met her that night, and it was kind of awkward, but it was fine. (laughs) No, I remember my mom calling that night, and she was, like, every night I'd been there, like, so Natalia moved in, like, literally an entire week after I did, but every night my mom would call, and she'd be like, has anyone showed up yet? And I'm like, no, they're not coming for a while. But anyway, when she finally did show up, she was like, oh my god, where's she from? And I was like, she's from Korea, and she was like, oh, she's, she's Korean, and I'm like, no. She's half Taiwanese, <laughs> half white or something. And I remember saying that, like, while you were there on the other bed. And I was like, I don't know if she can hear me, but, I mean, it's fine, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I remember my dad was, like, really mad about the room. Because, like, our desks were, like, situated in a way that we couldn't even, like, open the drawers. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's just a mess. And so he went down and, like, yelled at the RA. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. And then we moved in at the same day, me and Rachel. Mm-hmm. That was a fun day because it was chaotic. There was a lot of people in the room at the same time. And Rachel had a lot of stuff. <laughs> I did. I <laughs> snacks. So I had so much stuff. All that bottled water. I mean, it's better to overpack. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, so now does Rachel want us to share her railing story? Alright. This is a biggie. <laughs> but I feel like I told this story like so many times. But it's all I have, so alright. So basically, um yeah, I was the last one to choose a bed. So the bed I had was on top of Natalia's 
there are like two bunk beds in our room and um our like bunk bed was not against a wall on like the long sides like it was just like in the middle of the room just like kind of in the way but um yeah so my bed was like there were no railings on both sides when I got there so like when I climbed up like I was like so scared and that was obviously a problem so I went down I did talk to like the RAs and stuff but obviously they didn't do anything they did call up this maintenance guy and he he like installed one bed railing on one side but it was like those bed railings where you can't put two of them on one bed so like they could only fit one railing on it I was like this is an improvement but what about the other side so they started to leave because they really didn't know what to do and they told me I think it's better for you just to move out or like find a new room because it's just like a mess I was like yeah but what about my roommates like I don't want to move in with like I didn't know that they told you to do that yeah um yeah they really didn't care. They were just like, it doesn't work, so I'm just going to leave now. <laughs> and then I realized that Natalia had, like, this metal black railing on, like, one side of her bed for, like, stability or something. I was like, what if I use that for the other side of my bed? It's not, like, great. It's, like, really low, but it's better than nothing. So I had my dad. These, like, maintenance guys just left. So my dad, like, had to chase them down and like, bring them back up and ask if, like, they could install that metal railing instead on the other side of my bed. And that's what they did. And that's, like, basically what I lived with for the rest of the year. Thank God I didn't fall down. So obviously, all went well. Yeah. Even before you moved in, I, like, went down and told them. I was like, hey, that bed doesn't have any railings. Like, my roommate's <laughs> moving in. They didn't do anything, so. Yeah. And I had, like, this water sprinkler right above the bed. So I stuffed, like, yeah. upside down. Not upside down, like. The up- other way. Other way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. But somehow I'm alive, so. It's scary, though, because you're sleeping with your. Well, it's not scary. It's just weird. You're not. You're sleeping. Your head isn't at the wall, facing yeah. towards the wall. It's facing the opposite way. So it was weird. But I was like worried because I learned that's how psychopaths sleep. So I was like, what if I turned into a psychopath because of this whole room situation? Yeah. It's okay. You didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Um, my experience was. Not that exciting. I just, I literally moved in and I just saw everything happen. I was really <laughs> upset about the room, but what can you do? Nothing. Yeah, our refrigerator, there was like no other place to put it except like right in front of our bathroom door. <laughs> I remember like trying to move furniture around when I got yeah. there and then. We had that plan to like loft one of the beds. Yeah, we talked about and then, like yeah. put the drawer under it, and then we just we just co- totally gave up on mm-hmm. it. 
when my dad went to complain they were like well you can rearrange it and we like thought of like every way to do it and we're like this is the best like it was so mm-hmm. sad there's yeah. no better way yeah <laughs> and i'm pretty sure we all said that we agreed that was for a triple oh yeah or yeah. even a double definitely not a quad it's just a, it's a forced quad basically that would have been a really nice double like this year <laughs> yeah this year is gonna be yeah. a double man yeah okay so moving on from our initial move in process we had i think the whole day or a couple of days that whole week was kind of uh just getting used to that it was it called again they had a name for it i don't remember what the name of it was welcome Welcome week oh yeah (laughs) so yeah it was welcome week and we did a lot of activities but i really don't remember a lot of them um so one of them's from the shirt you're wearing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one. Oh, yeah. Actually. Like the night. Yes. The night that changed our lives. <laughs> I met Barkata. For people who don't know, maybe um, historian of Barkata want to explain what that is. Yeah. Okay. So, Light the Night um, was one of Northeastern's Welcome Week events hosted by the Asian Student Union and Northeastern Barcada, two of the Asian cultural clubs on campus, and um, it was in After Hours, which is Northeastern's, like, what do you call it, nightclub sort of thing? Is that what they call it? Nightclub? Anyway, it's just like, it's just like this performance space with, like, some relatively chill vibes and a Starbucks in the corner, and it's a cool space to have little performances and stuff. Um, But they just had, like, this dance party sort of thing, which... You know, it appealed to us. We were trying to get out of our shelves and get to know people Asian, as you do. So. <laughs> yeah, as you do when you go to college. And they were offering free shirts, like the ones we all have now. And, you know, that's always a perk. So we showed up. And it was pretty fun because, like, you know, all these people eventually, like, all these, like, second and third years and whatnot started coming up and introducing themselves and asking about ourselves and trying to get us to, you know, hype up to the dancing and all that. And it was just fun. And um, that's how me and Natalia especially got affiliated with Barcada because, like, I know ASU and Barcada were co-hosting, but Barcada members were, like, especially outgoing, to say the least. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they were just the most outgoing, chill, not chill, but um, I don't know. Yeah, they're fun. They convinced us to come to their meetings and get to know them, and now I'm on their e-board. Yay. Yay. But yeah, there's, like, a ton of cool events like that. That We went to a few of them, but that was the one that stood out for us. Yeah, that was one of the events at Welcome Week. And then that led for Natalia and Isabel into Barcada. Um, it's a, Oh, it's a Filipino club. I don't know if you, yeah, and we're, none of us are Filipino, but that's okay. Yeah, so, join Barcada. Even if, yeah. Are you really promoting them right now? <laughs> <laughs> They're already like, we're in Barcada. We see you all the time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I also remember Welcome Week, we went to Target, the Target adventure. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that was fun. We bought a plunger. And they got that shelf for a bathroom. Oh, yeah, the shelf. They had to, like, carry that thing around on the bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I didn't help build it at all. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't think I did either. I think it was just those two. Yeah, it's okay. We it's got it. Fun. Yeah, it was really hot in the room that time. Oh yeah, there was no AC in our room, mm-hmm. so we just no turned on a bunch of fans. No elevator. But we were on the second yeah. floor, so it was fine. It was like mm-hmm. the perfect balance of like that little bit of exercise when you're leaving and going, mm-hmm. and yeah. It was just like when we would study at night, and like all of us would be sitting at the desk, and like we wouldn't be able to get in to our desk because all oh. the chairs were like pulled out, and it would like block like the entire room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah or like I when I sat on my desk, and like that would block the way to the bathroom. Because, like, yeah. it's my mm-hmm. chair, my um, ladder, <laughs> the refrigerator. <laughs> like, there's no way to a bathroom at all. The number of times I stubbed my toe, like, oh, my God. <laughs> For people who don't know exactly the layout of the room, um, basically, it was, it's rectangular. But then you have this one wall where it's facing towards the street. And it's circular, like a semicircle almost. So they all the desks are in that position of the in the semicircle. So all of them are right next to each other. So when you pull out a drawer, you can't you can't pull that out because somebody would be sitting there. So complications basically. Yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to explain. Yeah, it's a little hard. Basically, to we were on top of each other. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so does anybody else want, like, remember anything about Welcome Week that was special? I just remember it was a relatively pleasant experience. Like, I felt like I did okay with the whole meeting people thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I could have talked to more people. I don't know. It's hard going to, like, a new school and, like, trying to... I went into college with the whole I'm going to meet people mindset, which helped. But I think that is, like, relatively worn off throughout the year. Which yeah. is okay, because I, like, accumulated a good amount of people mm-hmm. to regularly talk to and get to know. But at the same time, I could do a lot better. I think it's just different from person to person. It's just a matter of if you think it's enough. As long as you have, you know, a few close friends, I think that's all right, you don't have to always push yourself to keep meeting new people every day. And it's good, too. I mean, it's always good to, you know, find new friends, network and stuff. But, like, I guess for some people, it's just a little little stressful. And that's okay. I think it was nice that, like, being in a quad, because it was... I already automatically had, like, you three as my friends. Yeah. So I I specifically... Yeah, I specifically requested to not be in a double because, like, I'm sure I would have liked, or I'm not sure, but I think I would have liked the person I was living with, but I never would have really gotten to know them. True. I need yeah. to be in that small group atmosphere. Yeah. I think the reason why, like, we didn't really, it was harder for us to, like, meet new people, and, like, we became really close, like, the four of us, was, like, the layout of our dorm. Like, it's more sweet style so there's no like common room on every floor like the typical dorm but like people would just go there to like just talk to random people and, like we didn't have that like community 
in our in yeah. our dorm. We didn't know anybody on our floor. So, um, so there's some other stories that uh, Rachel and I do want to get into, and so for sake of time, we'll move away from moving in and first impressions and all that. So there is the time that we went to the pumpkin farm, if you all remember. That was a very, very fun day. Uh, even though we didn't get to do a hayride or no apple donuts, but that's okay. So, yeah, the reason I, know, so I, I know, but the reason I wrote this story down for us to mention was like, I don't know why I just found this so funny. Natalia, do you remember dropping the pie in the subway? <laughs> Oh my god, yes. I was so mad. I definitely have that saved in my Snapchat memories. We bought like two mini pies and I dropped one on the floor. How did you even drop it? I didn't even see it happen. I was like balancing it on my hand. and just like walking. And I think it just fell off my hand. Oh. We saved like half of it. Yeah, we saved like half of it and then we still <laughs> ate it. We like crowded around yeah. Rachel's desk. Out next to the microwave <laughs> as soon as we heated it and we just like shoveled it in our mouths. Yeah. But yeah, so the pumpkin farm, it was just pumpkins, I think. I don't think there were other things to do at the farm, right? Yeah, not really. There were they like, had, like a cute there little were, like, store. flowers. Yeah. There's a there buffalo a... or something. Was it a buffalo? Like was it a giant animal? What? Oh, we, yeah, we, we, <laughs> went, we, like, went, we went walking in like the yeah. woods. We like when walking in the oh, woods yeah. behind the farm. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think I took a picture of it, or like a video yeah. or something. That was weird. <laughs> it was yeah. It was freaking huge. Yeah, Dang. it was really Good nice. Pictures. Yeah, I like the pictures by the lake. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. Or pond. Or I remember Rachel taking a picture of me taking a picture. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> That was a great picture. Very <laughs> I took a picture of Rachel taking a picture of you taking a picture. Oh yeah, of that's me. the one I posted to my spam. The picture that you took of Rachel taking a picture of me taking a picture. <laughs> Dang, it was cute. Yeah. That was a cute day. Yeah, that was a nice day. Another topic. Uh, this is kind of jumping really far into the year, but that's okay because. I can't, I don't remember specifically all of it in order, but uh, Rachel just mentioned this before we started recording, that, do you remember all the neighbor drama? Yes. <laughs> it was like one incident, but it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, that was like the biggest drama we had. <laughs> and we, It wasn't even yeah. about us. It was like us listening yeah. to other people's conversations. <laughs> yeah, but uh, does somebody want to explain the story? Because I honestly, I don't think I'm going to explain it well enough because I can't remember every single detail. So, okay, so this is actually future Rachel here trying to clarify the story because I realized that we didn't even tell it right the first time because it's actually a really confusing story. So basically, our neighbors are like the wild type. They like to play music really loud, um, party real hard. And I would like just walk by their room and smell weed all the time. And so like on a Thursday, Friday night, our neighbors were probably like partying hard like usual and making a lot of noise. So their upstairs neighbor came down to their room and knocked on the door like 
for a long time but no one answered so like all this noise outside made me curious about what was going on so i spied on them through our like little peephole and after a while the group left and i came out of my room to look at the note and read it and this note was really harsh and really rude it was just saying like shut up and like be quiet to our neighbors and so I was freaking out like there's so much drama going on so I told my roommates like what the note said and stuff like that and then after a while our neighbors came out of their room and took the note in and um, before they went inside their room they looked at our door and like flipped us off which made me like so scared and I wondered if they could see us watching them through their through our like peephole but I actually realized that it was probably because she saw me like in front of their door reading their note and making a big deal out of everything and just being so annoying so yeah that's probably why she flipped us off which makes sense because I was being annoying and then a second note came and was placed on our neighbor's door and then our neighbors put that note on our door so we took it in and read it but this note was just saying like sorry for making a lot of noise um if you if you have a problem with us come talk to us and there's like a smiley face and the room number they wrote was a room like on the floor below us so i was like um what is going on this doesn't even make sense why is that note on our neighbor's door so i think what happened was our neighbors put that original note on their like downstairs neighbor's door for for laws or whatever and then um our downstairs neighbors thought they were being like really loud bad neighbors so they wrote a reply message and put it on our neighbor's door being really nice and whatever and i don't know our neighbors just stuck it on our door so we kept it as like a little souvenir in our room for the rest of the semester and yeah that's the whole story back to the original podcast that's the most interaction we had with our neighbors yeah it wasn't the best interaction but something too bad that kind of stuff never like actually happened to us (laughs) where we were like the ones we were really nice neighbors we were like yeah we didn't make a lot of noise no, somebody came up and was like, you're stomping. And we're like, we literally haven't yeah. gone on, uh. gotten out of our beds. Like, <laughs> we're laying in bed. But I think they meant, they probably didn't know that. Because it's there's two, the door there's, next yeah, the door next to us. But yeah, I I remember he, the, the RA was saying, um, so I'm getting complaints down from the first floor that you guys are stomping. And we all just looked at each other sitting no one's moving and yeah. and then i remember isabel says okay um we'll try better <laughs> yeah. i was like no how do i try more than like sitting on my bed <laughs> but yeah i mean if us being noisy i mean if we're being noisy now i don't even want to know what it's like when we're actually moving yeah. the walls i guess were like really thin too so it was the building. Like, the building's really old. It's like an old residential building that the school bought out for our lovely freshman dorm. Oh, a fun question, maybe, which I think we've talked about, but not in very extensively. Um, 
would you rather live in, you know, the traditional styles if you could go back in time than the one we have? I don't know. I don't think so. Like, I think I really liked having our own bathroom. Because I don't know how to do with the communal bathroom. Mm. I think, like, logistic-wise, it was a lot better. But, like, social-wise, I think I would have benefited from having that yeah. communal experience, you know? Yeah. Little awkward run-ins in the bathroom. But a lot of, like, the people I know, they didn't really make friends with the people yeah. on their floor either. I think some of them did. Like, you know, Smith, all those CS people. Oh, that's true. Because, like, the LLCs, like, help people connect if they're, like, in the same majors and stuff. I don't know. I always thought, what happens if I yeah. was in Smith? Or I think Rachel and I talked about that. What happens if we were in Smith? Because... They always did homework together. That would have been so beneficial. I yeah. Think. We were on our own <laughs> in the basement late at night trying to figure it out. But we made it, so I guess. But yeah, that's um, some of the stories we have. Um, does anybody remember anything? Oh, Natalia from your Snapchat stories. Oh, one was like, Rachel cut her bangs in our bathroom. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Rachel's having like an internal so breakdown. She's like, I'm so lonely. <laughs> no, but that your bangs look good and yeah. now they're gone. What did you do to them? They're still there. It's just like here. Oh, they're just... They grow so Why? slowly. I thought it would be like full length by now. But so you're trying like... to grow it out? You don't want bangs anymore? Yeah, I feel like quarantine is the best time to grow it out. So I'm just going to grow them out. Yeah. It was fun while it lasted. But yeah. It was. And we basically had like a fifth roommate by the end of the year with Michelle. Yeah. yeah. Coming over. And she would lay in my bed and fart <laughs> I don't know if don't she... bleep that out yeah, just leave it, leave in. it, don't in. Leave it in she deserves to be put on blast <laughs> now she won't ever do that again <laughs> oh and I got sick I was sick for like a while and they all took care of me Yeah. well yeah pretty. and then Rachel <laughs> would like give me her cough medicine you guys would give me like hot honey tea <laughs> yeah, from the dining that hall. Nice. I think that we were yeah. all kind of sick. It was, it was, just, it was a it yeah. We turn. all got sick. Yeah, I've had the same cough literally since like January, and I don't know how much of it is like just what I had before, or if I like got COVID or something. But it doesn't feel different. It just it's still there, which is why I'm. Wait, concerned. do you still have it? Kind of. Like, I have a little wheeze, but it's, like, there's definitely mucus. Like, it's not a dry cough. So, like, I shouldn't be concerned. And I've, got to, I've gotten tested twice. I just, you know, there's always the possibility I got it after Wait, I tested. Wait, how did you get tested? Was it, like, they stick it really high up the nose? Was it, like, that test? The first one I did was they stick it really high up your nose. But the second one I did was, like, less. Like, it was up my nose, but it was less intrusive. And I was reading about the type of test they're doing at school, 
and it's like we it's like the one it's like the second one I did it's not that bad and they're gonna have us do it ourselves like they're gonna watch us do it but they're gonna have us do it ourselves yeah I think I read that too okay so actually I just remembered uh, a story well not a story uh, it's kind of we, so we got our toilet clog twice <laughs> fucking tampon <laughs> Natalia? <laughs> no, the first time wasn't yeah. a tampon, though. The first time? The first time? I forgot. Why? I, I might have just been that the building's really old. Yeah. Like, I remember the toilet started flushing really slowly for, like, a couple days. And yeah, and then like, it got, uh-oh. like, worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they came, like, quickly and fixed it. Mm-hmm. And then the second time they came, and they didn't fix it. And then I fixed it. But I also caused the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and now I know how to unclog a toilet. Life skills. Exactly. I remember we were researching ways to, you know, unclog it. And one of the ways was to get some soap and water. Hot water. <laughs> Yeah, we were, like, using hot water. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Pouring it down. Yeah. I think it, like, loosens your poop or something. It, like, yeah. That's funny. Did it work? It, it kind of worked. But then afterwards, it did. It, well, we, 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 saw it, we saw it go down. And then we flushed it. And then it came back up. So, not really. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's one. If you, like, live in... um an area with a public bathroom so you don't really have to deal with that oh yeah so maybe let's say everybody takes a turn and say a piece of advice that they would give for people who are rooming and or are going to have a roommate this fall maybe i don't know depends on their college so or just rooming in general maybe or college in general anything could Anything goes. Okay. Who's going first? Natalia. Not me. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> okay, I'll go. It's okay. Um, I would say uh, some, a piece of advice I would give to maybe incoming freshmen or any, any person would be when you go into college is to have a to lower your expectations of sometimes because you can't really expect that you have you know 50 plus friends you can't expect to always get whatever you want the perfect room the perfect i guess food oh we never talked about food but it was bad um that the dining hall food at least sometimes it'll be okay but I don't know. And then I I guess that would be my piece of advice is to lower expectations because you don't want to get your hopes up for something that might not really be true. But I mean, college is really a fun experience, but I think sometimes some people make it out to be way, way too perfect mm-hmm. than it really is. So yeah, it's like romanticized on like tv and stuff and you think it's gonna be like really fun yeah sometimes it's not it was okay and yeah i think we also yeah. were not like super into partying or whatever so like it just depends on what you like to do that was good advice 
Yeah. Um, kind of what Vanessa said. I'd say keep an open mind. Definitely. Um, you're going to build up all these expectations in your head. And some of them may come true, but some of them won't. Um, like, I didn't see myself as on the e-board of a Filipino cultural group. But here we are. We're going to see how this goes. I also didn't see myself planning ritual events. But we're, we're making things work, I think. Got things in store. But um, also just, like, try lots of things. Like, I love our little group and our little room 221 <laughs> chats. But, like, yes, you know, it's college. You got to get out there. It's better to, like, do a bunch of stuff and then hate, like, half of it than do nothing at all. Nice. Another thing would be, when it comes to a roommate, you you have to, like, compromise. I think with us, we didn't have to do that as much because we all got along really well. But I know with other people, like, their schedules just didn't mesh well or, like, their personalities didn't, you know, fit well together. But in the end, you still have to live with each other. So you just have to be, like, compromising and accommodating to their needs. You know, put yourself in their shoes. Mm -hmm. I think I remember, like, a few weeks before moving in, I was, like, really scared, like, just to live in a new environment with, like, new people. And I was, like, so scared that I wouldn't, I would get into, like, dramas with my roommates. <laughs> Luckily, that didn't happen because I loved them very much. <laughs> but, yeah, I was, like, really scared that I wouldn't vibe with my roommates. Um, and then, like, something would happen. I'd start, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys were all, like, normal. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. And we all have, like, yeah. similar interests. Good. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, isn't it weird how they like put I think because we're also Asian. Yeah, they put all the Chinese people together. <laughs> That's yes. I, I still can't get over that. So um I think that concludes our first episode of the podcast. I apologize if this was very messy, but you know, we are learning as we go and you know, thank you for listening. I Hope you're staying safe and healthy. And stay tuned for our next episode. Bye, guys. Yay. It's been a pleasure. Bye, people. Bye. Bye.